Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to the show. It is Wolf and Luke. Tim Ring in for Wolf today. We've got the Cardinals in Mexico City taking on the 49ers in about, what, five and a half hours till kickoff? we got our own Tyler Drake, who covers the team on a daily basis for ArizonaSports.com, joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line. Tyler, what's going on? What is going on, guys? Mm, T, are you in Mexico City, or did you just make it to Tijuana? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't make it all the way. No, no. Uh, He's pedaling a bike. Covered, covered it from the States, so, but I'll, I'll actually be headed to the uh, station here uh, shortly. So, uh, yeah, getting a little... Uh, getting the outside scoop from everybody else that is actually covering it. So cool to see. It looks like a really fun environment to be in for sure. So we were talking about this earlier. It it sort of has felt like Kyler Murray wasn't going to play tonight for honestly, since about last Monday is kind of when it started to feel that way. And so not, not a huge surprise, I guess. Did you feel that way as well? Or do you think that there was still a chance going into the weekend? Yeah, I think for me, it was, uh, just the just the iffiness that we got from Cliff, you know, really right after the right after the game, kind of painted the picture of hey, it's going to be another week of I would assume Colt McCoy's going to get a lot of the preparation. You know, obviously you don't want to rule out your starting quarterback right away, but I think the the trend of hey, we're not going to let him go out there if he can't run 100 percent just was the biggest factor, and and I think they saw that they could really run the offense how they wanted to run it with Colt, so. If you if you're gonna have to roll out your backup, I mean, you saw really good things out of him, and hopefully he can replicate that against the team he's faced uh, last year. You know, Tyler, I, I understand gamesmanship with Cliff and the injury deal, but curious your take as a beat writer trying to do your job, you know, every day covering the football team at the facility and whatnot. How tough is it? When everything is day-to-day, game-time decision, when really the Cardinals probably know that a particular player is not playing. you know, the, We saw them do this last year with Kyler, too, when he missed the three games that Colt played. And now we're finding out that Murray might be out for a total of a month, three total games. But yet the word is always game-time decision. <laughs> is it tough to cover the team when they handle the injuries like that publicly? I mean, I, I, to be completely honest, it just it comes down to, hey, you know, we have to rely more on, I feel like, Rappaport and Schefter to really give us those updates. Because, yeah, like you said, it's really just a day-by-day, game-by-game, week-by-week, progressing through things, working through things. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's never unnecessarily like, a, oh, yeah, definitive. But he, I mean, he did say he, he didn't expect DJ to play this week, so there was a definitive there. But for the most part, with the big guys, it's usually a lot of gamesmanship, which it's the NFL. You gotta, you know, play the cards close to the vest. But it does get a little, uh, you know, uh, not infuriating, but a little uh, frustrating sometimes. And when you know, we'll get the info, and then ten minutes later, we'll really see what the info is. So that part is pretty uh, interesting. But you know, you just got to read between the lines. I think a great example was when Cliff was talking to us this past week and was talking about how Kelvin Beachum was telling him about a play that was going to get Colt blown up. And I thought, well. Why would they have Colt be in there right now? So that that would paint a picture if he's probably going to start again. So I mean, for us, it's just about digging a little deeper and finding yeah. more of uh, finding you know really the real story behind things. 
Talking to Tyler Drake, covers the Cardinals, does a great job for ArizonaSports.com right here. Uh, Tyler, the receiving game or the passing game, let's say the other side of it, away from Colt McCoy and setting aside the offensive line for a second, he now doesn't have Zach Ertz. Uh, it doesn't sound like they're getting Hollywood Brown back this week. It does sound like you'll have D-Hop, which is obviously the most important piece, but how do you see the passing game playing out behind Hopkins because it probably can't just be one guy although if it were to be just one guy you'd want it to be Hopkins at least yeah yeah definitely I think I mean Hopkins is gonna definitely feast I think he's gonna get his targets but I think it's gonna be another uh you know Rondell Moore kind of that one-two punch with Hopkins and then maybe a couple of shots to AJ Green again you know he didn't have a ton of targets but the couple of shots that he hit did have with a touchdown and a and a big conversion, so that's big. And, and who knows? I think maybe we could see a little Greg Dortch actions too, just to help you know spread the ball out. I think that's going to be the biggest thing. It's about getting the ball out fast and, and really spreading the ball around to you know really all of the other options out there. And you know I think we got to wait and see, but I would I would assume Max Williams is going to be involved once he gets elevated. And then you got Trey McBride, who I think could be a factor, maybe not this week, but moving down the next couple of weeks in place of Ertz. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up McBride, because that was actually going to be my next question. I mean, he's got an opportunity now. And this kid was taken with the Cardinals' first pick in the second round, traded away their first pick, obviously. I wouldn't say tight end, and I think everybody would agree with me, was was not an immediate position of need with Zach Ertz in the fold. But the Cardinals took Trey McBride because he was too good to pass up. He was too good of a football player. Fine, great. Well, here you are. We're midway through the season. He hasn't done a whole lot. Tyler, and now he's got the opportunity with Ertz hurt. Yeah, Max Williams might be out there, but Max hasn't played in a while. Max is, of course, a blocker, bruiser. This is an opportunity for McBride to go out there as a rookie and show everybody and maybe show his team and his coach why he was so highly regarded, why he was picked in the second round. Because they need him to move the football. Ertz is out. And this is a golden opportunity for McBride. You said maybe not this week, maybe next week. I'll even push back and say, why not this week? What better time than right now to go out there and make an impact in a football game when when, the, when your team needs weapons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, I mean, he very well could. It's just, you know, bright lights, international game. You know, you never know. Uh, but he, he does have quite a few starts under his belt. He's been more of a blocking tight end where Zach Ertz has been that pass-catching guy. So, It'll kind of flip a little bit for him. I think Max, if he gets called, if he gets elevated, if he plays, you know, he'll be more of that blocking guy, I would assume. And then, you know, maybe throw Trey out there and see what he can do with his, with his hands because, you know, he came out of college and he was, he was, I think, the most productive tight end. So why not get that guy involved? And, you know, Steve Kime told us back in, in the draft, you know, the needs back then aren't going to be the needs during this time in November. And he said that again on, uh, I believe, Burns and Gambo this past week. And, I mean, he's, he was right there. So uh, now it's just to see if this need actually fulfills what they want him to do. Talking to Tyler Drake, covers the Cardinals for Arizona Sports.com. Uh, Tyler, the running back room now going forward, I, I know that they liked what they saw in Keontae Ingram in camp, and obviously they drafted him too. But, uh, but you've, you've got James Conner, you've got Keontae Ingram, Corey Clement, do you expect it to be basically what we saw last week where it was almost 100% James Conner, or was that partially maybe a side effect of whatever happened with Eno in that game, and now that they have Ingram locked into two, maybe he can actually carve out a little bit of a role? Yeah, you know, for me, what it sounded like with, with the Eno thing, I think that was the plan all along going in was give James Conner the, the bulk of the workload. I mean, I, I asked Cliff point blank, why did you not play Eno? And they said they just wanted to get Connor the ball. Obviously, there is the, you know, extracurricular part of that that we will probably see on Wednesday. But, you know, I think it'll be mostly, you know, James Connor, 
I could see 20, 25 carries, and then you get Keontae Ingram in there every once in a while, and maybe he's more of that pass-catching back, which I know a lot of people kind of see him as that bruiser, but he's got some hands. There's a couple of videos I've, I've seen at – or just been at practice and seen him do, and it's just – he's got some hands to do it. And then Corey Clement, if you needed him, and then who knows, Daryl Williams a couple of weeks maybe. I, I, we'll see with him, but it's not as – it's I mean, for as stacked as this running back room was going into the season, man, they've really had some – just bad luck there, but it's it's still not that it's not that bad. I, I, it's not really that bad. I think Ingram's taking steps, and I think if they can really get Connor rolling and get him that amount of uh, touches, he can be effective. It's where they get him those ten to fifteen. I just he's just not really doing it there. So they've really got to focus on getting him the rock. Well, I think you know with Connor with the twenty one carries, sixty nine yards last week. I thought a big part of his success was the success of the Cardinals passing game to open up the game. Pretty much put the Rams' defense back on their heels a little bit, and then they started hitting them with Connor, hitting them with Connor up the middle, uh, doing James Connor things. And certainly when he gets in the red zone, uh, as I like to say, that is Connor's uh, office. Uh, Ty, uh, the Cardinals' defense, listen, the 49ers, they have a top 10 passing offense. I think everybody thinks, you know, Kyle Shanahan, run game, McCaffrey, uh, Mitchell, Debo a little bit. Garoppolo is orchestrating a top 10 passing attack in the National Football League uh, this season. So uh, a secondary without Byron Murphy, I think the challenge will be greater this week than it was last week, even though he had Stafford and Cup. I just think this 49er offense is much more well-rounded. It has far too many weapons uh, for the Cardinal defense to, uh, to not play well. They they have they have to play outstanding football tonight, fundamentally sound football for this team to have a chance. What are your thoughts? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think uh, you know for as much I, I think everybody we've all seen it. They've overachieved a lot. I mean, the defense was supposed to be one of the weakest parts of this team, and I think it's been one of the most consistent. But you know, yeah, they they've really got to rise to the occasion. This is a big game, international game, Monday Night Football, divisional game. I mean, you, there's the bulletin, the bullet points are you can are endless really for this game. So. It really comes down to it. And like you said, man, they, they really are. I mean, Brandon Ayuk is not getting enough credit for what he's doing right now on that team. Four touchdowns, 567 yards, eight plays of at least 20 yards receiving. So it's just, I mean, they, they've got, they, it's going to be stacked. I mean, plain and simple, they're going to, they're going to need, everybody's going to have to be on their P's and Q's and really get it done. I mean, I think it's going to be one of those games where Jalen Thompson, I think, could, could be a huge factor more than he has been this year. Uh, you know, Marco Wilson continues to be good. So uh, another guy, Antonio Hamilton. So, if you know, if these guys can keep going and, and you know, keep that pressure on them, I, I think that the offense has a plan that I think is going to be similar to last week with getting the ball out of Colt McCoy's hands as fast as possible. Let the playmakers make plays. Tyler Drake, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate your work all season long. Thank you. No problem, guys. See you later. Good stuff, man.